0: and welcome to yet another episode of Fuse Ignites. I am your host, Anthony Sturby, and I want to thank you all for tuning in for yet another episode. Today is another episode in our expert series where we bring in people from other districts around the world to talk about the innovation and inspiration that is happening in their districts and to discuss how we can bring it here to New Rochelle. I uh, am going to talk today to a friend of mine, Cindy Heron, and Cindy is going to tell you about herself, but uh, Cindy is someone who I've worked with now for a few years through the Apple Distinguished Educator Program, and her and I worked on a project called Projects for Change, where we looked at the everyone can create curriculum that Apple put out, and examined ways that we could create social impact in our classrooms through that curriculum so she's a great person with a lot of passion and i'm going to get her on the phone now so that we can talk to her about how she is innovating and inspiring in her district hello cindy how are you
1: i am great
0: great um so you're on our podcast fuse ignites thank you for being here today um Could you start by telling everyone who you are and where you teach and what you do?
1: Absolutely. So, my name is Cindy Heron. I live in West Des Moines, Iowa, and I I, um, am in the Waukee School District. We have about 11,500 students, 14 schools. We have one high school, but are currently building a second high school, which will be open in two years. We are the fastest growing district in the state of Iowa now for about the 23rd year in a row. My role here is I'm a K-12 technology and innovation leader, which basically means I support teachers as they integrate the use of technology in their classrooms. I sometimes work one-on-one with teachers, meet them where they're at with their tech understanding. I work with small groups and PLCs, and sometimes I provide whole staff training. So a little about where I'm from what I do
0: and your district what's great about talking to you today your district is very comparable in size to our district and we are a fast-growing district as well so I think a lot of the things that you're going to talk about we can really take and apply to our district and so that people know Cindy's district is so cool and Cindy's so cool that Tim Cook actually came out last year to visit your district he did
1: uh I believe that probably had something to do with the fact that Apple will be building a data center in Waukee, and it will be finished, I believe, right around the time our second high school is finished, and it is actually right across the street from our second high school. So they've invested in our community, and there will be a, a bigger presence with Apple across the street from our second high school. So, yes, it was an honor to have Mr. Cook visit.
0: That's awesome. So uh, let's get into some questions so that people can learn what's happening in your district. Um, I want to start by asking the areas of innovation in your district you are most proud of and why.
1: One of the things that I'm most proud of is, I would say overall, I truly, truly feel that we are a district that just puts students first that sounds really simple but we put our students and we put our teachers first our staff and our students are most important and and we really act on that um we have give love is our hashtag um, we really truly believe that we really need to connect with students and build and support them and connect with families and really build relationships amongst the staff so I love our district and all of the opportunities that they bring to our staff and our students. Um, but a program that I would say we are, that I'm very proud of, not that I had any part in creating this, but it's called the Waukee Apex Program. And you can learn more about it by visiting their website. It's apex.waukeeschools.org. But the, it's basically, it stands for Waukee Aspiring Professional Experience. And it's really a collaboration of education, business, and the community. And so they really, APEX draws on the expertise of business partners to bring real-world application to the high school experience for our students. So it's an entrepreneurial, innovative approach to education. And it's really designed to give high school students just a hands-on, real-world experience in professional settings. And there are choices that they can make as far as which sector that they might be interested in. So they have five economic sectors, and those are broken down into more specific industry-driven type fields. So like they have financial banking and investments. They've got foundations of insurance. Des Moines is the insurance capital of the U.S. So we have quite a few insurance companies. And there's business technology and communication sector. We've got students developing uh, web-based technologies. There's an engineering sector where they can explore construction leadership, engineering technology, robotic architecture. I'm probably missing some there. There's a human services sector where they have medical and bioscience research. They can explore exercise and sports science, health sciences and medicine. And then they have animal and veterinary science and I believe Global Food Systems. So what's really great is there are hundreds of business partners that are a part of the APEX program all across the state of Iowa, and students just partner up with these partners and go into the workforce, and their courses are pretty much in the office. So they really get that hands-on experience. They spend a great deal of time helping students learn professional skills, how to have good conversations, how to collaborate, how to present themselves professionally, how to dress professionally. And we really work hard to make this uh, program that's accessible to all students. So all students are given a laptop. They're the only students in our district given a laptop, but if they're in the APEX program, they'll need that. So we give them a laptop. If clothing, if professional dress is an issue, we partner with one of our local clothing second-hand stores, and they have donated a whole closet full of professional clothing that students can wear if that's, you know, a barrier. We've got transportation for them if that's needed. So we really try to make this a program that any student can choose, and it is a program that's open to all juniors and seniors at the high school, and they can be in the program for one semester or their entire junior senior year, so it's a really great program. Um, very, we have a lot of school districts coming to visit and kind of learn more about the model, and it's really been replicated in several other districts. So. It's, it's a very unique and, and really great program for our students. And
0: I, I think, so we have something called WISE, but it's only the second semester of your senior year. And it sounds very similar, but I think what your program shows is that we can really develop that and take that out, not only the entire senior year but even into that junior year and as I've talked to people in our own district what you're describing is what a lot of teachers are asking for so I hope that people who are listening see that that model really can be successful and maybe they'll take you up on your invitation to go to the website and really see how it works in your district so that maybe that is something we can bring here
1: absolutely and we have visitors you know you want to stop by Des Moines Iowa maybe we should Absolutely. So, so now we do have a lot of visitors. Actually, Mr. Tim Cook, that is the building that he uh, visited and wanted to learn about the program. And so we, we get quite a few visitors and a lot of school districts that either have a program that they'd like to continue building upon or districts who just want to start out. And honestly, what we say is if you have one teacher, one student, and one business partner willing to work together. That's really all you need to get started. And, you know, ours has really grown into involving a lot of business partners over the years, but small steps and and there's a lot of really great opportunities for our students.
0: So what is a goal for your school right now that you're currently working on for your school district?
1: Um, I'm pretty passionate about um, bringing computer science to all of our students' K-12. So that's something, um, before my role, before I was in the role that I'm in now, I was an elementary teacher. This is my 28th year in education, and I was a classroom teacher, at several different grade levels, special ed, um, and then I also was a K-5 technology teacher for seven years, so a uh, About five, six years ago, we really started to hear quite a bit about bringing coding to schools. And, you know, I tell teachers it's really not about programming or coding. It's more about bringing in and developing skills that revolve around problem solving, building persistence, collaborating, being creative, and communicating. And so I absolutely love the computer science program that we use. We use a combination. The curriculum we use is all free really great. We use the Everyone Can Code curriculum, which is a free K-12 curriculum put out by Apple. They've got the Get Started with Code 1 and 2, which is for grades uh, K-5. And then there's Learn to Code 1, 2, and 3, which is aimed toward middle school students, which kind of helps them take their block-based programming and actually start using the Swift coding language with the playgrounds. And then this is our first year that we have brought computer science to our high school. Um, we had courses that were just outdated last year in our high school of almost 1,700 students. We had 12 students all boys who were enrolled in the AP Computer Science class. And once we offered Intro to App Development and App Development Swift at the high school, we have over 160 students enrolled. So that has been our biggest kind of newest project that I've personally been working on. New courses, new teachers teaching the courses, and just getting teachers comfortable with teaching something that maybe they haven't taught before. So we've spent A lot of time this summer kind of brushing up on our own skills with programming especially at the high school level and kind of building that capacity at the high school has just been really really fun to see happen these first few weeks of school so that is probably something that I would say is my biggest goal this year is just continue supporting those teachers and um, I'm really excited to start seeing what these kids um, produce and Um, as they start creating apps, I can really see a natural partnership with the APEX program so that when they're out in the business world and um, working with these business partners, if that's the need that a business partner has to develop an app, might be a great project for some of our students. So I'm glad to help build that skill set with our students.
0: So what advice would you give to teachers and administrators who want to excite the learning experience for students?
1: Honestly, I feel like Something that I've witnessed and something um, that I really think is so impactful is involving students and asking them questions. I was at a conference this summer in in Des Moines here, and there was a panel of high school students. The question that was posed to them simply was, what has been or is the most impactful things that either teachers do or or that your schools do that has really helped your learning? And listening to those students was just amazing. Um, They brought up ideas that I thought, wow, like you get a room full of teachers or administrators together and not sure we would have thought of it, thought of these ideas from the perspective that the students have. So some of the things that they shared were just, they really want and respect being able to allow students to have a chance to help making decisions, make decisions in their education. They said that they really felt that they needed to have a sense of purpose, and they wanted school to be a place where students can create and explore. One teacher shared how much his life was changed. Um, he shared that when he was in elementary school, he was, as he described it, very naughty, got into trouble a lot, kind of struggled a lot. His behavior really got in the way of his learning. Over one summer, he happened to visit Harvard University just on a summer vacation, and he was still impressed with Harvard. And Kind of came back, and he's still in elementary school and had it in his mind that he wanted to go to Harvard. And one of his teachers found out that this was something he had done over the summer. Each time he kind of let his behavior get in the way, that teacher remembered and really connected with him and said, What would Harvard think? What would Harvard think? And we really need to stay on this path of applying yourself. And he just said, Because a teacher cared and connected with him. So I just, I love, I would say, just Involve students, give them voice. They talked a lot about homework. They said that if they weren't, they quite honestly just said, we won't do homework if it doesn't have a purpose. But if we feel like the work has meaning, they'll do extra, they'll go above and beyond, they'll actually work harder. So it was just interesting to hear these students share. Um, They really, really believed that teachers who connected with them and cared, they knew right away who those teachers were, and that made a huge impact on whether or not they wanted to put forth the effort. So I think just listen to your students and give them some voice and ask them questions. What's impactful to your learning? and. I think you'd be amazed, and they'll probably give you very specific answers around your district or your building, and that's something that I took away this summer from that conference. I thought, wow, we need to really figure out how we can give students more voice in our district as well and ask those same questions.
0: That's fantastic. I I appreciate that, and I agree. We need to make sure that everything has purpose for the students, and we can only do that if we're having communication with I them? I
1: really believe no great work and great good can be done if we don't listen to people first. And so I really believe that powerful teaching really is rooted in powerful listening. So we really need to listen. We need to respect each other and just and really, truly listen and empathize with students and, and our colleagues. And I think you'll find that you can just go so much further.
0: All my students would give you a deep, 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 deep if, if, if you were here right now. Um, that's because that's what we do. So what is one resource that could revolutionize a teacher's day?
1: Oh boy, one resource. Wow, I think that could look that could look different for different people. I know everyone has their kind of way of connecting, but I think the overall idea of connecting and growing continuous growth. So for me, I really draw upon, I I love using Twitter and connecting with teachers. Um, Teachers share so many resources. They've got great Twitter chats. I met you, Anthony, and stayed connected with you and just stay in contact with people that you meet. If you go to a conference, get out of your comfort zone and introduce yourself and start a conversation with people and start networking. I think together is better and the more you can network with people sometimes even outside your district it really helps to bring new perspective and ideas. So whether that means this podcast or other podcasts or Twitter or just connecting at conferences just continue learning. One thing that we really do well in our district is we bring in experts. So last year uh, we brought Cornelius Minor in He's the author of the book called uh, We Got This. His, he actually spent two full days in our district, but he went into classes and actually taught high school classes as our teachers participated and observed. His real mission and his book is all about equity, built equity, access, and really helping teachers be who our students need them to be. and. His book is fantastic. He's wonderful. You can connect with him on Twitter. He's very accessible. Having him come and being able to listen to him speak was amazing. So sometimes just finding a great book or a podcast, just continue learning, you know, do what we want our students to do and just always learn and grow. And I think that's really what I think helps every teacher grow. And really enjoy their job and stay passionate and not become stagnant.
0: So this brings us to our last question, which is your three-word hope for everybody listening to this podcast for education, your three-word hope for education this year. Just three.
1: Three words.
0: Just three. Oh,
1: boy. Um, Well, if I could have four, I would say connect hearts and minds. I really believe building relationships, is so important and needs to come first. So connecting with your students and connecting with their hearts and really knowing your students is going to help them engage and connect with you. And really, is just the best for really growing minds. So connect hearts and minds. I know is four words. So I won't. I won't use that. I would say um, I'll steal our district's hashtag. Give love. Which is along the same lines. Um so I'll say three words would be give love
0: always. That is an amazing way to end. I should just let you if they want if they want to follow you on Twitter, what's your Twitter handle?
1: It is at Cindy Heron. H E R R E N C I N D
0: Y. Well, Cindy, I want to thank you so much for being here. I think that teachers and staff in general are just going to have so many things to take away from our discussion. And uh, thank you for inspiring us and giving us a, a little bit of glimpse into how you create innovation in your district. And I want to thank everyone for listening. And we're going to see you next time on our next episode of Fusing Nights. Goodbye, everyone. Say goodbye, Cindy. Goodbye. Thank you.